people try to come for me, but let it be known, I'm not the one. I'm the only one. I'm like a subpoena. You may not want it, but either way, honey, you're getting served. Tagline? I don't need a tagline. Y'all know who it is. It's Ashley. I'm so sorry, but I just realized I don't like you. It's J.E. And welcome to The Spread Podcast. All right, let's get started. Whoa, that was loud. Sorry. Welcome back to another episode of The Spread Podcast. We got three of us here today. Myself, J.E., Juan. Say hi, Juan. Hi. And, uh, <laughs> and that's it. So we... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're starting off a little spicy today. Just a little. Um, hi, Andre. Yeah, Say I'm not hi. doing all of that that one was oh. doing, but hello, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. So today, uh, the topic of discussion is streaming services, talking about whether it's proper to stream or not to stream. But, you know, we'll get into that in a little bit. <clears throat> uh, we'll start like we normally do with a check-in. Let's start with one. How you been? Um, I've been great. Uh, it was my birthday yesterday, and uh, hold for applause. <laughs> and I, um, uh, we went to. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you, thank you. We went to San Diego, um, and it was actually this is actually the first uh, time in twelve years, thirteen years that I was sober on my birthday. So I, I love that uh, for me. We did a lot, like we went a lot of like touristy stuff. Like we went to the zoo, we had ramen, we thrift shop. I didn't, I don't need any more clothes, but yet here we are. Um, yeah, it was just super, super, super fun. Um, also, lots to um, update during that trip. Um, I got a phone call for this um, company that I applied to as an assistant manager and I actually got the position they offered it to me i haven't said yes yet because i have another option <laughs> so i will get back to them on monday to to weigh which position will pay higher so yeah i'm just having an overall an amazing amazing birthday uh week and yeah so i'm great how about you je cool let's see i'm i'm doing all right if for those of you that can't tell, I feel like every episode we filmed for the last three episodes have been under the weather. Um, it's been a long series of like allergies, and I think this time I think it might be stress induced. Um, I just have a bit of a sore throat right now. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah. mm, I'm just gonna keep the comment to myself. <laughs> you can say what you want, but um, I think <laughs> actually, I don't know, I don't know if it's stress or I have not been smoke not ordinarily uh, you know smoke weed every day but lately i haven't been doing that as much i've either been doing edibles or nothing at all just because i, I kind of wanted a break so i really haven't smoked at all for the past almost a month now um oh. i did for the first time last night and so i think that that might be what it is but um other than that you know not much new to report i do i am doing a ton of fun things for the month of october so i'll have more to report on as the month progresses but <clears throat> tons of different things like last weekend i went apple picking with my best friend and her husband and my boo thing we went on saturday um <clears throat> got some apples made some apple fritters which was dope cool. um 
Yeah, they were really good. Uh, this coming weekend, I'm actually going wedding dress shopping with the same best friend uh, for her wedding. She already got married, but they're having like the party and the reception next year, 2023. Um, so we're going wedding dress shopping this coming Saturday. And then Sunday, I'm headed back to Vermont for this thing called Harvest Fest. It's basically the high school that I used to go to is on a farm in Vermont. And it's really cool. They're all about uh, sustainability and like farming and um, I guess just keeping everything in house. So a lot of the produce and everything that's grown at the school is also cooked. It's a boarding school. So like we harvest the vegetables and like cook and all that stuff. Like a lot of the chickens, like we use them for food. So it was really, really cool. Pause, pause the story. Yep. So you went to a boarding school? I did. I was a day student, though, since I lived oh. in Vermont, so I would just commute to and from school. every mm. day. It was like 15 minutes from my house. Um, but it was a boarding school that was like, it had students from all over the world. So like there were kids from China, Japan, France, um, other parts of Europe, and of, of course, across America. But it was still a really small school. So like the selection size, I don't know what they did with that, but uh, neither here nor there. So anyways, with Harvest Fest, it is... Um, Every year, except for the past couple of years, they haven't been doing it because of COVID. It's this campus-wide event where on Sunday, <clears throat> the school kind of prepares the grounds and vendors and people from the greater Vermont area will come and sell their little like handmade trinkets and stuff and have apple cider and local foods. And it's a place for like mom and pop shops to kind of showcase their stuff. And people come from all over the New England area, which is really cool. I haven't been in forever again because of COVID. Also, I haven't been back to my high school in the longest because I'm for why. But I'm going back with the same best friend, her husband, my boo thing, another good friend of ours who went to, we went to high school together. And I'm hopefully going to see a couple people that I haven't seen in years. So that should be fun. Um, so that's going down this weekend. And then other things I got going on, camping in a couple weekends. And then it's, of course, October. So I've got... I recently bought a makeup palette, the Mehron Makeup. Um, uh, it is the Mehron Paradise Makeup AQ palette with the basic A color magnetic palette. Uh, it's basically just for like face paint and all that stuff. So for Halloween looks, I have a. I've never done makeup before, so I'm like venturing into. Oh, how not fun! That I, not that I haven't, but every time I've tried, I've gotten very terrible terrible skin conditions afterwards so now that i've beefed up my skincare routine a little bit we're delving into that a little more so i tried it out a couple days ago and i am terrible but um you can only get better so i'm really excited to like practice and get better at it yeah other little things here and there went boating and hot tubbing this past weekend too um and then let's see what else Oh, aside from, well, okay, so I've been happy, but I've also been a little stressed out. I'm almost done, I swear to God. Um, I stressed myself out so bad last week that I gave myself TMJ. So What um, is that? Uh, temporomandibular joint dysfunction. So it's kind of like, you can think of it as kind of like lockjaw. Um, Again, I'm going to have I have a comment I'm going to give to myself. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I grind my teeth in my sleep. So um, because of mm. that, I had to wear a mouth guard for the past couple of years. And it got really bad the past few months because of work and um, family and everything. So it kind of finally manifested in TMJ. So I've been doing jaw exercises. Juan, do you have anything to add or comment on that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, that's the only thing. So one thing I'll say to everybody, please focus on de-stressing and taking care of yourself because you don't want TMJ. I was supposed to, I couldn't eat anything. I got even skinnier, which was, you know, I've been trying to gain weight. So I was a little frustrated about that, but it's okay. It's cool. Um, last things last. Um, the next book on my list of things to read is Pretty Girls. I have no idea what it's about, but everybody at work tells me about it. So I'm about to go buy it and read it. And that's my check-in. That was quite long, but thank you. Uh -huh. for the All right, let's move on to our resident creative director. Andre, how you been? You know, I'm good. I finally got a new assistant that started this week. That's going Yay. well, right? Um, I'm not crazy. The job is doable. It's just that we hired the wrong people. So I'm happy with that. Um, I bought some books. I'm not reading them. They're sitting as decoration on the table. But eventually, um, I have Jeanette McCurdy's book. Uh, I've read oh, one chapter fine. so far. Yeah. I mean, for me, not for her. But <clears throat> but the book, it was good. Well, it so must far be fun chapter. for her if you're, if you're supporting her. Yeah. You know, okay. Money. You know what? You know, spend it in positive. You're right. I'm supporting you somebody. You're right. Mm -hmm. um, I have finally broken the chains that the renaissance had on me i'm listening to other things all right yes i listened to a whole justin bieber song the other day oh that is gross you broke, you broke the is... chains of renaissance for that no i didn't No, i'm just saying that's how far i've gotten away from renaissance i listened oh. to the whole song i did not change it oh okay so yeah I was, it was, the song was holy um so i was like you know I never really gave this song a chance, but now I'm like <laughs> desperate for anything that's different. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's a cute little song. I'm watching The Real Housewives, as always. We're moving into a season where we got Potomac and Salt Lake City coming back in the same week. And mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. Um, our music festival in Austin is starting this weekend, and I'll be there mostly to see Lil Nas X and Pink. No, oh, I'll find Casey Musgraves. Again, um, I almost didn't choose to go see her, but she did play a new, a new album last year. So I'm like, there's some new songs I haven't heard live. So I'll go do that. She did? Um, oh, yes, she did. Sorry. Yes, yes. Right. She and she did not win um, any Grammys for it, you know. <laughs> that's all that's going on with me right now. Um, I will be traveling later this month, but that's for a later date. Whenever I figure out what I'm actually going to be doing. All right. Word. Okay. Good for you for hiring a new assistant. I know that was a long haul, so good. Right. And in four days, it's already light years ahead of somebody that was there for a month. Oh. Like day one, I was already blown away, and I was like, mm, I can breathe. I mean, the bar was so low. <laughs> I mean, I, I set the bar. Don't, don't, don't start. <laughs> so the bar was high. I mean, the again, the bar was so low. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I was going to say, don't say, <laughs> don't say you are the bar if you're on the ground. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. Rusting. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. Just kidding. I'm We're kidding. We love kidding. you. Mm -hmm. well, all right. Shall we? We shall. We shall. <clears throat> so today's topic is to stream or not to stream. That, that is, is the, the question. question. <laughs> so... Uh, we are all of a certain age, you know. We remember back before streaming was as big of a thing as it is. Um, I think streaming has a lot of impact on culture and how we consume, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. um, 
especially you know memes like you know how you used to play around with your siblings and you guys would race for the remote you know nowadays kids are not doing that they can stream on their phones laptops whatever and binging tv shows all at once, thanks to the power of Netflix and a few other mm-hmm. streaming services. Uh, so the first thing I want to talk about is, do you prefer to binge your TV shows or do you prefer them to be week to week? I'll start. I actually prefer, if I'm watching, for example, a reality show, mm-hmm. um, week to week is fine because, right, it's sort of like the episodes are very standalone. Like, you can be entertained with that one episode. Yeah. Um, for if I'm binging something, I prefer if I if I'm watching like something that's uh, like a with more of substantial plot and things like that, where it really requires storytelling, I prefer to watch it uh, binging because you sort of can stop whenever you feel like it. If the story's getting a little too dark, or if you want to keep going and you're not like satisfied with the cliffhanger, like and just keep going, right? And then. It's sort of just, it feels like, especially because my um, schedule is so, um, it's so irregular that I, I do prefer binging because it lets me sort of just do it in one go, get it over with, and then have the episodes be fresh in my mind so I can like yeah. sort of paint a whole picture of what the season looks like, hmm. you know. Interesting. I I guess I somewhat agree. I agree with you on the on the front that like, it depends on what I'm watching. Like, I don't think I'd make a global pronouncement of whether or not I'd prefer binging versus week to week. Just because I grew up with week to week, I feel like I lean more towards that in general, just because mm. it makes each episode a little more meaningful. Like, I feel like immediate access or binging an entire series in one go, it is definitely a luxury, which is really cool, but it can sometimes shorten the shelf life of a series. Like, I feel like I don't, I don't go oh, back. That's interesting. I don't go back to very many series that I binge watched. Like I feel like most series that I would end up binge watching are ones that have already come out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I go back <clears throat> and like rewatch them because I'm like, mm, let me go watch, you know, Avatar: The Last Airbender for the eight millionth time because I, mm-hmm. I just I love that series, and I'll binge that. Like I won't, but I spent my life watching that week to week. Um, but like with newer series, I feel like I discipline myself a little bit more to wait week to week, especially with series like Euphoria and stuff like that, where it comes out with new episodes every week, rather than just giving them to you all at once. And you kind of just have to, you know, decide whether or not you want to discipline yourself. So I guess I try to prefer week to week just because it makes the series as a whole more meaningful and it's a good practice of discipline. But like you said, it my schedule is kind of all over the place. So if I want to watch three episodes of something all in one go, I'll do that. Um, it just depends on the series. I feel that. Yeah. For yeah, what about me, you, Andre? For me, uh, I kind of like both. And kind of like you want, it just depends on the show. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, but either way, I I won't say cheat the system, but even though Netflix be dropping the whole season, I watch TV slow. So it'd be drawn out over days a couple weeks maybe and then even if it's coming out week to week sometimes i get behind and then start binging it that way um so i feel like it it, it may just depend on the type of show and i maybe need to sit with myself and figure out what i'm letting build up to binge and then what i'm drawing out so like yeah. um yeah. like euphoria because we mentioned euphoria i don't think i could have 
binge watched Euphoria Same. just because it's so heavy every episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, some, something like Dahmer. I'm not understanding how people are binging that because yeah. I need like a whole moment after watching one episode to you know <laughs> gather myself because that's a lot. Yeah. Um, I like Black Mirror. I still have never seen that. Oh, that's that's me too. That's definitely definitely a show you cannot binge. Like you have to watch it episode because it's they're very intense. Each episode's like very. There's a lot packed in, especially the longer ones. So like, I mean, it depends on what kind of constitution you have, but yeah, yeah, it definitely depends on the series. So you can take time to sit down and digest it, or like Squid Game. Like I couldn't. I personally couldn't binge that. Yeah, Um, I. I also like when they have staggered releases where like four episodes a week and they kind of like control your binging. Not that they control, but you know what I mean? Like they set the pace. Who's doing that? Like Netflix, Hulu, Disney, every now and then. Then again, okay. it, depends on the, it depends on the show. Hmm. True. Like, uh, I think what you're talking about is like, um, they do like part ones of a se- season finale. Is that what you mean? Sometimes, yeah. So like, yeah, like you, Netflix I know that it's like, coming right. out. You and Ozark, they'll give you like six episodes and then like they make you wait months. But also yeah, like shows like, like The Circle, they'll give you four episodes a week until they get you to like a month in and they give you the finale. And I'm not mad at that because I still will draw that out or I will binge every episode when I have the time. They also do that on like, it's like a season premiere kind of thing on streaming services where the show's just premiering. They'll give you three to four episodes and then go week to week. Disney yeah. Plus does that and like Hulu does that. Hmm. And it does keep your attention for certain shows. If it's week to week, especially bigger shows that people talk about constantly and like you want to avoid spoilers, like hmm. House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones, things. Yeah. So Insecure even, where you make it a an, an event to like, everyone is sitting down or getting ready that day to watch that show. Abbott Elementary and stuff. And then on the flip side, you know, Netflix can release seven episodes or a whole season of Stranger Things in one day. And everyone binges that in the weekend. So, I mean, it just depends on the show. You have to know, kind of like movies in the box office, you know a movie can make $100 million the first week, or you know if it's going to make $5 million. So you kind of control the viewership and how you can keep it. The other thing too, like you said, spoilers, like if, if everybody's talking about something, you might want to watch it before it's spoiled for you, or you might want to watch it so you can be a part of the discourse too. So some people might value binging more because they have more of a leg up in the conversation, I guess, mm-hmm. especially on like Twitter or TikTok where everyone's constantly posting about stuff that drops. So never, you don't want anything accidentally spoiled for you if you choose mm-hmm. to leave. Yep, that's true. That's true. Because I forgot what I spoiled. I spoiled those stupidest shows for myself. Um, I spoiled Celebrity Drag Race because I stopped watching because it's week to week and it's not as engaging as regular Drag Race. So I was like, eh. And then I checked Instagram and stuff was spoiled, but not really because I knew who the people were. Um, same with like The Mad Singer. I will stop because it's, it's week to week. That's that's a show that could benefit from like four episodes at a time because it's not interesting enough to be making me wait two months <laughs> to a finale. <laughs> like like this How last season of Drag Race them. that was damn near eight years. RuPaul, don't do that again. Oh, yeah, like, because geez. he's li- because she's listening. You never know. Yeah, a thousand percent. This is true. Um, you never know. Mm-hmm. That's mostly TV shows. That's what about movies? 
do you prefer to watch them in theaters given the pandemic or do you prefer movies to be streaming? The theater Wait, is too yeah. loud. I don't yes, like, yes. I don't like it. I don't like the theater. I know that that's how like most like people would most people who make movies probably would prefer that you watch them in theater cuz that's like probably what the artist had envisioned, but I don't know. I like the experience of going and watching it with other people that like it. Like watching a Marvel movie in theaters is definitely preferred because everybody is there for that. Like I'm about to be in the theater for Wakanda forever, but like I usually just prefer to watch them at home just because I can watch them at my own pace. If there's a scary part, I can turn it down or look away. Or if it's too loud, I can turn it down myself. That's I, true. I personally, and subtitles. Exactly. Subtitle ease. Because if I want to eat snacks, you know, and I can't hear the audio, let me eat my chips, but also watch this movie. I believe personally that movie theaters should give people headphones or headsets. That way they can listen and watch the movie at their own volume and pace. You know, and I'm then, not mad at that. And, you know, if you have to go to the restroom, you go to the restroom, you can still hear the movie or whatever. I don't know. I think. Oh, you're talking about that kind of fancy. You know, yeah. they need a, like, anti-theft situation. Or maybe well, like the airplanes where you just plug it into the seat. <laughs> well, you purchase those. Like, you purchase those at the at the door. You know, you, you paid, I don't know how much, $20 for a, a set of headphones. But you can reuse those for any other movie. So you go oh, to the movie and, you know, maybe it's Bluetooth or whatever. Okay, so... $50, but whatever. You get the point. <laughs> um, I think that would be, a, that would make me go and enjoy the movie theater, the movie theater a little bit more. I'm down for that. Like, it'd be kind of like a, they can make it happen, like a little silent disco situation. Exactly. Yeah. What is a silent disco? Um, so it's like a, a party where the music is not played aloud, it's played in headphones. So mm -hmm. everyone's on the dance floor with headphones on and they're dancing to the music. Um, mm -hmm. But they also typically have like multiple stations on the headphones. Uh -huh. um, and you can see what station people are listening to based on the lights of the headphones. Uh -huh. So you could be listening to Cardi B and Megan Wap, and the person in front of you is dancing around listening to Lizzo or whatever. Uh -huh. It's very funny to watch. It's a shared experience without having to share the same music. Exactly. It's very funny to watch like recordings of like silent discos because it's it's literally silent but everyone has that is so i've never heard of that the yeah. only time i've ever um even like seen something like that was um, i don't know if you guys have seen um was it chucky the first season where they threw a party where they all had headphones i'm not sure if you guys watched it but i thought it was just the i thing, haven't so. watched it but that whatever you're describing that's exactly what yeah and it's happened. like i at first i thought it was like this is not a real thing but you just hearing you <laughs> describe it right now is like oh, oh wow so it is a real thing that's real mm -hmm. yeah wow mm -hmm. um anyway. they have those at the music festival i'm going to uh, but I've never gone and done that because I'm like, they always have it late and I'm like, I'm ready to go home. And also that's, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it is very weird. Mm. Um, but I mean, streaming movies, it, I would say in this case, it doesn't necessarily depend on the movie because you can stream any movie. Um, that being said though, with most movies, they're only in theaters for a certain amount of time. So like if you wanted to go back and watch, I don't, I don't know. Rugrats in Paris. You probably can't go to the theater and watch that anymore. So, it's nice for people. It's nice if you want to watch a movie that's been out for a while. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. That <clears throat> was mostly like with newer content. Now that we have like the option, and we can like people are forming opinions on. Oh, I'm not gonna watch that movie. I'll just wait till they're streaming. You know, oh, kind of like weird. we used to do with like. Oh, I'm not gonna watch. I'll wait till DVD. Kind of like uh, an in-home experience. 
Right. But like new new movies that come out, like some movies that come out streaming and in theaters, I think is a waste of time. Because if I have the option, I'm going to watch it at home. Yeah. Unless that's... it's Wakanda Forever, you know. Right. That's literally me, though. I, I'm the person. I only go to the theaters maybe once every other year, if that. Um. So yeah, I'm the person that's like, nope, I'll wait for it to come out on Blu-ray, or no, I'll just wait till it's on streaming. So yeah. Movies that are released oh. at the same time as streaming, that's, that's, you know, in the theater as streaming. I'm the person who's streaming it. At home. Yeah. So you're not going to the theater. So you're the reason that uh, Bro was really bombed. <laughs> it, was my, it was really my, yeah. I said, guys, yeah. no, no, we're not going to the theater. The box office, we don't need another movie. But like, <laughs> nope, we're good. It's fine. They will be okay. Whoever, Billy Eichner, he don't need no more clout. Oh, you know what? That's that's something I didn't know if we could talk about that now, but it did have something to do with streaming and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. don't go to the theater, then the movie, quote unquote, doesn't do well in the box office. Right. Um, so Yeah, but I what, guess there's they also have some sort of threshold because if it's only a theatrical release, then obviously then like that's the all the levers that you can um gauge if the movie does well. But if, there are certain releases where, right, like where it's also released on like Disney Plus or something like that. So I guess that's different because you can't just measure. Uh, in that case with Bros, I think it was only released in theaters. So that was yeah, the only, it only was yeah yeah. So that was the only measure of that success. There was no streaming it unless you're doing it illegally. <laughs> you know. Well, that's kind of weird because, like, in an era where streaming is the majority, like, I feel like people don't buy CDs as much as they stream music anymore. So, like, right. with that same notion, you can't just use one, you can't just use streaming or you can't just use sales Ooh. as a way of measuring, you know. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but there, I might be wrong, but this is my assumption of it. I think there are some movies are only are only available for like a theatrical release because I guess contracts in regards to streaming, you know, you, they probably don't get as much profit if they release it that way. Right. So like it's more so let's do this, you know, and if people it's more of like an experience, right? That's why I think a lot of these like uh, Marvel movies uh, move, uh, do really well because it's like this whole experience that's like great in the big screen and with like family and things like that. So it does, yeah, like I think I think studios sort of have to pick and choose what they're going to release yeah. like a streaming and versus just theatrical releases because I think they're trying to maximize the profit by doing like a box office release versus yeah. yeah streaming that's my assumption i don't think you know that's that's yeah. right um as like, someone who's like read up upon streaming services especially over the last year as you know some have failed and gone away and some have merged together um and obviously like scarlett johansson sued disney because her check depended on the theatrical release Mm-hmm. making a lot of money and by them releasing it onto streaming they obviously like cut out a lot of her paycheck mm-hmm. so like now i feel like they have to work that into contracts about whether or not or how much you make if it goes to theaters versus streaming or a hybrid of both mm. well and then, yeah go ahead well i was just gonna say like um i keep like going back and forth between movies and music because i remember like 
a couple of musicians talking about you don't make a lot of money or a ton of money off of streaming. Like you make more money, obviously, by album sales or like um, yeah. touring and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So just in general, there's not a whole lot of money to had to be had with streaming. It's mainly just for like exposure, um, right? Which I guess you know makes it makes more of a difference than I ever thought it would. You'd think that because more people are watching it, it's more money, but maybe not. I don't know. I mean, in a way. Yeah, like streaming, it, it it just goes back to the deals. So I feel like we're there's a shift where the deals are cutting in streaming, um, including TV shows. TV shows like Sister Sister, Frasier, stuff that was on in the 90s, came on in the late 2000s in syndication and reruns. Like that was already written into the contract. So then they got their cut every time their shows re-aired on TV. Mm. But what was not in the contract in the 90s? Streaming services. So stuff like Nested Classified and That's a Raven get put on streaming services and none of the people who made the show make money off of it, but just the studio because they have the rights. Yeah, right. But shows that come out now, the syndication deal probably includes a cut of streaming. And so I mean, it's the, the same. It, it's the yeah. probably so, yeah. If it, or at least like the main cast. I know the writers were on the verge of a strike last year because the actors get the cuts from streaming and not the writers. Whereas in syndication, the writers also got a check. It's, mm, not no I just idea. think, you know, we're moving a lot faster in our media than the business side of it can keep up with. Mm, interesting. Wow. Right. That's I think a lot of the profit models now, right, is more so like if there's a show and you get a, um, somebody like Netflix to pick it up, you mm -hmm. get, you sort of anticipate how much it's going to make versus how many people tune in. So it doesn't really matter how many people tune in because you are sort of um, just uh, hoping that it's good enough to be, to get another season so you can then get another deal. Because right. regardless of how it performs, you already sort of already made that deal for the money. So even if it does perform horribly, say you have a show and then you got like a season of it on Netflix, it, it doesn't matter if a million people watch it or 200,000 it's the same deal that you guys already had. So I think that's what the difference is nowadays, right? It's like not based on viewership anymore. It's sort of like we're just anticipating that this is how many people are going to watch it and we're aiming for it to be renewed next season. But then explain like Sense8 or The Get Down. Like weren't those shows like lauded by critics and stuff like that, but then they only got like one or two seasons each? Uh, I think The Get Down got a couple and I know Sense8 got a couple got and yeah, a movie. But yeah. it was one of those things where they had good viewership in the beginning. It kind of you know, feigned off. But yeah, that's already, especially those for Netflix that were already set to stream. Yeah, mm. the deals are what the deals are. They don't get based on viewership. Yeah, that's what I'm viewership. saying. Whereas like yeah. Empire on Fox years ago, they grew in viewership every week to the point that at the end of the season, Fox was giving them like bonus checks and gift yeah. and gifts. Where that's not happening on Netflix. Netflix is like you either do it or you don't. We renew it or we don't. Mm. I mean, we have we, we're gonna preface by saying we don't know if any of this is true. I'm I mean, sure somebody some of it will. Is some of it, but okay. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah, we're just we are making up a lot for we're, Yeah, we're making. Yeah, we are not spokesperson for Netflix. You know, so don't try to have Andre as your sugar daddy because he does not work for Netflix. I do not work for Netflix again. <laughs> I just, again, I'd be reading articles about all this stuff. <laughs> and some of this is speculation, but some of it, I will let you know what I read. <laughs> <laughs> 
Link no, Soba. right, because that makes a lot of sense. That, like, for example, I feel like when we talk about that, like since it, you mentioned that, I think that's one of those things where I'm assuming it's one of those things where they couldn't reach an agreement with the deal because maybe the writers and actors are asking for a bigger amount of money in the next season and Netflix just wasn't to give them that because, you know, a lot of the pull from these streaming services is that like they want to get as many new accounts as possible because some people, you know, they open up a new account because of a show. And if they don't yeah. think that you're going to be able to do that with like a new season or, or a new show, then they're not going to give you like a good deal. So I'm assuming that these shows that even though they're doing well, like Sandman, for example, mm-hmm. I have not, I've not watched it, but I heard that it was, universally well received but apparently they're not renewing it for a second season which maybe yeah which is such a good show i I didn't finish it but compared to like uh stranger things Mm. it did do well but stranger things is stranger things so that that's their metric of what the goal is that and ozark and stuff they are already setting that show up for failure because it's not gonna achieve right. that first season in the first season yeah right but there are shows like that that achieved that the first season right we have squid game for example yeah that just sort of blew everything out of the water when it came out right yeah. and so, they got a second season that was mm-hmm. not originally on the table granted it was a korean show and netflix kind of bought the you know american streaming rights mm-hmm. for it yeah. um so now they are in control of how fast we get a season two because it's theirs. Like with uh, that show, You, which I found out recently was not always streaming. Oh, I didn't you, know that. Right. So I know like Lucifer used to be on Fox and then like it got canceled, but it performed yeah, well know. on Netflix yeah. and then Netflix you know, took over. Is that same the same with, thing for Arrested Development, right? I think Arrested Development was Arrested also. Development literally everywhere. It yeah. came back on Netflix, it was on Hulu. Yeah. Like, like yeah, community yeah, yeah. also. Like it, community is back with the movie. It had streaming. It's, it's Veronica Mars. Like these shows now get a second life because of streaming. Like basically. <clears throat> and you got a second life because I think it was on like Lifetime or whatever that first season. And it did not that perform well. Wild. I, have, I know. Remember. Look it up. It's true. Cause I was like, you mean it did what? How? I never heard of the show until Netflix. So Netflix yeah. kind of streamed it and then it picked up, which I'm curious to see how that marketing differed from what Lifetime did. But the name Lifetime also is a show killer because who's watching Lifetime? Right. <laughs> you know, it's very like a certain demographic, right? Like you wouldn't yeah. want to, you know, yeah, it's, it's that's interesting. So, but yeah, that. on Netflix now, it's one of the biggest shows. And like Squid Game now, Netflix is now in charge of when we get new seasons and episodes. Yeah. I don't know how we get on that aside from movies. Oh, we're talking about like how you can tell. Because <laughs> like with the box office for movies, you can see how much money they make. But with streaming, you're going to have to take the word of Netflix. They tell you mm-hmm. this was viewed by this many people. Because uh, like Hocus Pocus just came out and Disney Plus said it's the highest debut for a movie on that platform ever. Really? Yeah, that's what they said. I can see that. Oh, I mean, I've not watched it yet. Okay, I mean, yeah, right, I can see then. that. Okay. And then, like, um, how Squid Game became the highest grossing show on Netflix until Stranger Things came out again. And it's like, who, well, you didn't see that coming? Things, I mean, I am. Okay. But I, I wasn't. Uh, the same I'm question. not in that first weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, letting it play out. Um, the one thing I did want to mention, I don't know, like, going back to the whole movies thing and like how most creators most like creators and you know directors and actors they want to be viewed on the silver screen more times than not because i mean that's that's the hollywood dream right 
at least in old Hollywood. I don't know nothing about this new Hollywood, but I do know that like TV makes you famous, movies make you rich, and theater, I guess, it makes you good or talented. It's like it depends Wow. on depends Okay. on uh, yeah, that's what that's what people say. So like I feel like it depends on what avenue you want to go to, which one's streaming, which one would be better streaming or not. But like I feel like TV is more for streaming because you can kind of just watch it whenever. Movies, if you really want to be that girl, then you'd probably want to be viewed. I'm trying to think of this from like the opposite side of the fence, like not from the viewer, but from the creator. Like if you're the creator, you probably want to be viewed on a larger screen so people can see you and experience Yeah. you more versus TV. It's kind of like you're going to watch this on your TV, um, which you can binge this if you want to. We've all binged the nanny before, so. <laughs> um, and theater, I mean, that's that's its other. You can't stream theater except Hamilton, Yeah. um, but you know, just So it just. it's funny that you said, like, as the creator or like the the cast or people are part of the show intended to be like for movies in theaters. Like, I think, yeah, that's been the case so far. But now with streaming becoming as popular as it is, that's kind of changing that mentality. Because uh, I know uh, Christopher Nolan, who directed Tenet and like the, the Dark Knight Rises and all that, uh, when Tenet was supposed to come out, that was like mid, like mid 2020, early pandemic, where he complained that he intended for his movie to be released in theaters, that you can't watch this kind of movie on a TV. And then I thought to myself, I mean, once it goes to streaming or to DVD, I'm watching it on TV anyway. So what's the difference? But it, it was like more like that, how he felt it should have been. perceived you know Right. Well, think of all the movies you watch that you're like, oh, I would this. Yeah, this was much better in the theater or like movies that you watch years later that you're like, oh, I'm glad I watched that in the theater or movies that you were like, I'm sorry, I watched this. in the. I'm sorry, I paid like 30 bucks to see this in the theater. I should have just, <laughs> you know, like there's there's tons of things like that. So, I mean, yeah, from the viewer standpoint, it's one thing. But from the creator, you just you want visibility, you want views Yeah. and you want that check. Right. And that's what you got to change the contracts you make to include that now. I think he and like Scarlett Johansson, people like that have learned and have ushered that into contracts moving forward. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I hope so. I mean, yeah, one day we'll, we'll find out from somebody. Mm Next -hmm. time on a non-new episode of streaming, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out from Andre's sources. <laughs> Inside My sources. sources on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I do. But he wasn't like on the show. He was a writer for Big Mouth, but maybe he Oh, could elaborate. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of deals he got. yeah. Right. Maybe Uh, we we should have all done more research when we did this. <laughs> Just <laughs> speaking of, speaking of my friend, um, he is now a cast member on SNL. I don't know if I said this the last time I was here, um, but I watched the premiere episode. It is what it is. It was good for what it was. <laughs> Not to shade him. He was great. But SNL just always is kind of hit or miss. I just feel like SNL is now for a certain older demographic, you know, I just Mm -hmm. Right. don't think. It's not for anybody. I'm sorry. I don't get, like, I don't get who it's for. Like, I It's feel like for a lot everyone of, not, and maybe no it's not one at for the same you time. to get, you know, it's Right. not for you to get. And Maybe it's too complex. we should be at peace, at peace with that, you know. <laughs> I liked the old SNL. Like I liked um Can I have your number? Was that a wait shit? Was that That's SNL? Mad That's Mad TV. TV. Yeah, we're Well gonna need to. <laughs> All right, cancel. That's over. Wrap it up. <laughs> ah, oh, shoot.
Um, yeah, no. It's going to be a no for me. Maybe if I streamed it, I would have known. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> can stream SNL on Peacock. But oh, who would do yeah. that, though? But who would? Yeah. Well, speaking of which, right, Um, another question I wanted to ask, you know, which streaming services do you guys own or have, uh, not own, what did I say own? Every, which streaming I mean, services do you own. guys have? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> do you guys have, you know, an account with and why? Why is that? Oh, I got a lot of them. Yeah, HBO, Disney Plus, Wow Presents Plus, and uh-huh. those are the ones I pay for. Okay, oh, can I just be the ones you pay for? Oh. Yeah, but my friends have other ones, so we share our logins. Mm. Yeah, except so like, I allegedly. only have allegedly. Yeah, uh, I only have Netflix, Hulu, and Wow Presents Plus. Everything else, I sort of okay. You didn't hear this from me, but allegedly, I pirate them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I allegedly do too. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's no way to be sure. Yeah. We will neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. Why Netflix. is that? Why are some shows you feel it's okay to pirate and some you absolutely must see the day that it comes out or things like Questions that. that need answers right there. Yeah. I refuse to entertain anymore the streaming industrial complex because oh, at this okay. point it's basically like getting cable. Because right. I don't here here's why I have HBO. It's for Euphoria and that's pretty much it. And like other Studio Ghibli movies. Disney Plus, I'm a Disney guy, so I watch, you know, Disney movies here and there. If I want to watch Black is King, if I want to watch Star Wars, if I want to watch Disney other things, I'll watch it there. Wild Presents Plus, I pretty much just got that for uh with Trixie Mattel and Katya's and Malachkova, So that's pretty much it. You but don't watch Drag Race, but you watch uh? Yeah. Interesting, but you know, Ah is on YouTube. Yeah, but I, I like the uncensored version. Oh, I did not know that they had an uncensored version. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's more you know. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, I mean, I only I have all of those because I watch specific things on each of those streaming services. But it's not like I don't know. I don't really like watching a lot of newer shows unless they're like really good. I'm kind of a I'm a creature of habit when it comes to watching. I guess when it comes to streaming, I just prefer to rewatch older series, but I can only do that on streaming services or allegedly, you know, if I find it somewhere on the internet, that's free. No, no, the internet that I pay for, because I pay for internet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, I thought you were going to say you, unless you find it in a DVD box set somewhere. No. Well, oh, we're not. Are we going to talk about DVDs? Because we could. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. Real mm-hmm. quick. Did I tell you a few months ago, my nephew asked me what a VHS tape was. I wanted to know. Oh, God. I literally How old is he? So what is it? Just kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, he is, how old? he just turned 16. Okay. And what did you say? What What is a VHS? I showed it. I was home and I pulled out my... But well, what does it stand for? Oh, fuck. Video. <laughs> video home stuff. System? 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 Is sure. it that? I don't know. Uh-oh. I don't know. <laughs> See? <What's... laughs> no, but I, but I know... Listen, I know what it is because I have the, I have the Rugrats and Parents, Paris Orange videotape and the one for Rugrats Grow Wild and the one Look for Cars. Listen, 
let me let me live my life because I have them all. My mom said don't get rid of them because they might be worth money someday. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anywho, um, as far as like getting a bunch of different streaming services, yeah, it's just those three. And then my friends and I share the other ones, except Netflix, because I don't really watch anything. Like <clears throat> I mean, I have a lot more than that, but I... I feel like I pay for majority of mine. So I'm I'm basically paying for cable. Um, but mm-hmm. like I have BT plus. Um and I why very rarely I very rarely ever watch anything on BT plus. But I got it um because I listened to an, another podcast that talked about Tyler Perry movies and TV shows. And one of them really interested me. So I pay for the app so I can watch it. It's called the Oval. Um, and then it came in handy when they had the Martin reunion and I didn't really watch Martin, but I was like, I'd watch the Martin reunion. Also, I already had the app. So then I watched it. I don't really have a good reason for why I'm still paying aside from occasionally once every few months watching Tyler Perry's though, <laughs> which I, I mean, I did start, I did watch it last night to try and like get back into it. Cause I saw an ad for the new season and I'm still on season mm-hmm. one and they're on like season four. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Disney Plus because obviously I like Disney Channel things and everything is there and Marvel. So good for me. Uh, Hulu, I think I've had that the longest mm. since streaming services started back when it was just like Hulu or Netflix. Um, and that's because I would miss TV shows and they would be streaming the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I think I'm still paying for my Hulu account and I haven't watched a single show there for the last, I don't know, eight months. Right. <laughs> I was logged out for like half a year until like a month ago. Isn't that like such first world problems? I just totally have it. Love. I'm paying for something I'm not right. using. Right. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. crazy. Like my gym yeah. membership. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. That's a whole other topic. Right. But no, I mean, yeah, it's just how, it's how am I wasting my money? Let's make it a yeah. <laughs> You know, if if only we wouldn't waste our money like that, maybe we could finally buy homes as millennials. Right? <laughs> Don't give them ammo to write these articles. That, this is going to be the point in case right here. Millennials, millennials. streaming yeah. services instead of buying homes. You millennials yeah, you and go. your Gen Z and your streaming service. Back in my day, we had cable. <laughs> it's basically Back in your day, that voice, you yeah. did not have cable. You had the four channels. <laughs> It was four channels. You had an antenna on your TV. <laughs> you had to rent. <laughs> and oh your God. name was probably Gertrude. Let's not. <laughs> back, then you, back then, you couldn't call people past nine o'clock. Um, right? No. Okay, wait. Real quick. Can we just say, you know, RIP to like Blockbuster and like renting services and stuff like that? Cause, oh like, my God. Can I say a really funny story about Blockbuster? I, so yeah. I thought, uh, okay, so like in our um, economics class, we were told about like investments and stocks and all of that. So we, we did this whole like portfolio, like mock portfolio of like, Oh, things like you can invest in, and like which um which uh companies you think are gonna do well in the next couple of years, so like oh, you have God. money on there. And so I <laughs> in my senior year invested some in Blockbuster. Oh God. <laughs> How did that go? How did that turn? Yeah, not very good. 
I feel like there's only like one or two blockbusters left in the country. Yeah, and I think they're like niche like things, right? They're more like for the nostalgia of it or like it's kind of like going to um, yeah. like, I don't know, like some some ancient relic of a something, like a record store. It's more like a museum-ish thing now. Basically, like it's a, it's a go-to, a stop and not make it a blockbuster night like it used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a touristy style. thing almost. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. look at this. Exactly. You, know? you touch one shelf and the whole thing crumbles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking right. of Blockbuster, they have a um, documentary about Blockbuster streaming on. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> to further show you how they fell off. <laughs> the cap- the income is coming from deals they made so they can be streaming. And they don't even get a check from it either. Right. Oh, oh God. Wild. Uh, Wild. Uh, wait a minute. I miss it, though. I miss I miss the popcorn smell. Like, when you go into Blockbuster and it smells like Yeah, popcorn. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them used to have that. Listen, I feel like they, they had it and they stopped it in the hood. Mm-hmm. So. The ghetto. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody has to have Netflix, right? At this point. Why? Yeah, I just have Netflix it because right. yeah, it's like, already it like my logged on plan, automatically. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I have Prime Video, which comes from having Amazon Prime. So and yeah. I don't watch anything there. Paramount Plus, I really watch that because I mean they had for Real Housewives. No, Paramount I have for like oh, you know, the challenge and for like um I just got into um, Big Brother. So I'm that going back. It's so wild that those shows are still on. I know, right? So I just watched season twenty four in two weeks, <laughs> thanks all in part to being able to binge it. <laughs> We say that now. We say that like things like oh, season twenty four is that so crazy? But like if you think about it, actually, Drag Race is on season fifteen this year, so that's not that far off. Yeah, and like The Simpsons is on season what, like fifty? Somewhere up there. uh, Disney Plus will let you know it's streaming season thirty eight Simpsons whenever they come out. Also, Uh, that new Blue's Clues movie is coming to Paramount Plus, I think. It 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 is because that's where Nickelodeon stuff is, so that makes sense. You want to share uh, that password? Just let me know. See, you know what was funny? You know what was funny? When yeah. you tweeted the other day, like, uh, the little meme of yeah. the Sim with her baby on fire. Yeah. <laughs> that was some not right, not now. Mommy's not getting now, a description of Paramount Plus. And I was like, I want to see you do it because I, I don't believe it. I won't do it. <laughs> I knew when I read it, I said, watch, she's going to use my login. And here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh listen, God! Maybe go have these on it for the month. I don't watch nothing else. I just want to see. Listen, let me just see. Fire Steve. it like an adult. Let it's me just. That's not, not that hard. I just want to see Steve yeah. and Joe. Yes, and, as know. an adult, pirating the Blues Clues movie intended for children. <laughs> I mean, to that yourself. is actually a very adult thing to do, right? Pirate. <laughs> wow! wow. Listen, let me just watch Steve and Joe and the other one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Right, because we didn't. We he just got here like two years ago. He just, but yeah. We, I mean, we stand. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I guess. Do uh, we? Just kidding. I don't know. Never is there been. anyone? Is there anyone that anyone should absolutely subscribe to? Like, who's the no. one? To, who's the one to rule them all? In your opinion? no, nobody. The one to rule them all. I like a better streaming service in general. I, 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 guess, I, mean, I guess your preference in the way that they do things. It it 
they're I mean they're going the way of cable again. Mm. So it's kind of like when we had cable, which were your favorite channels. True. So it's so like Disney Plus would be one I would definitely keep and rank high because it has that nostalgia, the Disney, the Star Wars, Marvel. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, I also really enjoy Paramount Plus because it has BT shows, Nickelodeon shows, MTV, VH1. You only got one. Oh, so see, listen, I, I'm, I'm giving you them two right there. <laughs> no, 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 it's one. Real listen, Housewives, Real Housewives or Disney? Well, Real Housewives, I don't know now one of them. Okay. <laughs> um, I, Tell that to Nene. I would probably... No, I don't know. I don't know. I watch more Paramount Plus. So I'm I'm leaning towards that. Oh, I'm telling Disney. They I mean, just lost, you know, they lost their greatest spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> Raven said it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh um, man! Folded that sandwich in half and laughed. Hey guys, this podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free online service that is straightforward and efficient for recording podcasts you make either on your own or with a group of friends. The wide variety of creation tools allow you to record, edit, and play back your podcast from your phone or computer. From the same platform, you can upload the podcast directly to streaming services such as Spotify, Apple Music, and other listening forums. You also have the ability to monetize your podcast with minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anyhow, anyhow. Uh, one, you did say Peacock. and I do have that, obviously, for Housewives. Is, it, are all the Housewives there? Um, no. No, right? Everything except that DC season and the oh. um, seasons that are um, like the, the, is it Melbourne? Uh-huh. Yeah, they don't have those, but they have obviously like Dubai and they have Yeah. Well, every the interesting other thing one. is um I I still have cable. Um so I um you actually when you go to Bravo TV, a lot of like actually like channels when you have a cable like right so when you go online, this is one of the things that we didn't get a chance to talk about. When you go online to to for example Bravo TV, they just ask you to put your uh your cable provider password and login info, and then you can stream the shows that are on TV. So even that model for cable is moving towards more of a streaming platform because there's just a lot of shows like that, like uh, shows in v- on VH1 and things like that. So as long as you have it available in your cable package, you're still able to sh- uh, stream shows from, from that you're, network. You unlocked the memory just now um, <laughs> because you, you are 100% right. Uh, before yeah. streaming was as big as it is now, you used yeah. to could log into just MTV, yep. CBS with your cable, and you could watch it with commercials. But uh-huh. wow, yeah, 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 yeah. And they still yeah. do that now. And they still do it. Is now because mm-hmm. I um I I don't have cable, but I I yeah. log oh in. Oh my god, poor, somebody poor log you. in. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> if you're poor, just. <laughs> I log in. Giving um, very destitute. <laughs> I log into someone's cable account and I use the DVR function to record certain stuff. <laughs> the and DVR. I, and, right, <laughs> right. I, I, <laughs> it, it's really not even like a, a. It's more like a. 
Like I'm recording <laughs> the show that's airing right now yeah. before it's streaming. And then as soon as it's over, I can watch it. But it just is like cable. They have their on-demand, whatever that model was. It's just that. Uh-huh. So whatever you record on the DVR is just the on-demand version of the show that's that they're going to put up anyway. Mm-hmm. I know. I only do it for like the Housewives because I don't have cable. So I have to like watch it day of so I don't get any spoilers. Mm-hmm. And I really like the um, shout out to Xfinity. But they have the, uh, especially on Bravo, you can skip the commercials. So that's another reason why it benefits me. But also, if I miss it, then the day of, I can do, it's streaming on Peacock the next day. So they're really, back in the day, you would miss something and never see it again. Mm-hmm. So I'm at least grateful for this, where we can, with multiple ways, including pirating, yeah. to watch certain things. Yeah. I, mean, I, I heard you mention um, spoilers, right? That's also, I think, one of the other things that, like, attract people to having, um, like, streaming services or, like, paying for it so that they can watch it the day of uh, because it's so hard. Like, um, you know, like, we live in an age of social media where you so a lot of things happen, like, in social media where you get a notification or you even, like, open up your YouTube app and next thing you know, the first thing on your page was... You know what I'm saying? Like somebody, like a spoiler, even that spoil totally spoils like something for you in the headline or things like that. So it's one of those things. I think a, a, a draw of having like paying for streaming services is that you sort of get first dibs on on a show versus pirating. And so I think that's why it's still still such a strong like industry because. It's it's people, you know, want that instant gratification of like watching the show first and things like that. So I just thought, you know, it's interesting, right? Because spoilers. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I made that point earlier, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> did you? I did. That's okay. I no, love that. Fine. That I was. I I didn't hear that. I no, uh, must have been no. not on the call. No, no, that's, no, <laughs> no, not on the call. No, that's, that's fine. No, I was like, I'm just gonna tack it on to that. Oh yeah, actually, you did. You did say that. <laughs> wow, you okay. did. You, that was one of the first things you said. Literally, but that's okay. Yeah. No, it's if it you is will. True. Yeah, no, it's fine. It, it is true though. Like, I don't know. But people just want to talk about. People want to be in on the discourse. Right. Yeah. Like people, yeah. people just want to be in on the know. The same just with anything else with social media. Like you just want to be first or you want to talk about it first so that you get the, the views, the likes and all that stuff. So, oh, yeah, yeah. From that perspective. Yeah. You're right. And streaming services are like, huh, but which one's going to be first? And then, yeah. you know, Twitter and all that is just like, you know, picks and chooses who gets the notoriety and all that. So, right. And then sometimes I'm like, how are we watching something live? But you are already have gifts of this show How? on the internet, and it just happened five, ten minutes ago. Like when, when, when the Emmys and stuff happen, and like the Oscars, it makes sense that like ABC or NBC, whoever is on the the TV, mm-hmm. they get stuff put out fast because there's it's their stuff. But like us at home, how people turn it around so fast? They make memes so quickly on the internet. I'm like, how do you know? Like, how did you know that this was coming out? Either you were on the development team or you were a part <laughs> of the cast or something like that. Because how the hell did you come up with this shit so quickly? I, and I'm starting to think people are, I mean, it would make sense that people are already on the payroll mm-hmm. to come up with the meme and then just post it as soon as the episode. 
I um me and my partner actually had a theory about stuff like that because like every year, right? Like we get like spoilers of certain things. I think now it's actually the own like network that leaks stuff like that to get sort of like a buzz or like people talking about it and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel it feels like it because it's so consistent, right? Like you would get like, oh, this is what happened. So and so and so, you know, somebody in the their the team has to have access to a lot of these and they're they're not being as um as uh strict on like breaking NDAs and things like that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think it is because if you really wanted to to look up like who's doing all of that, you that's very, very easy. You know, I'm I'm assuming that you your team is it, it couldn't be that big and certain people only have access to certain things. So yeah. You know, right. so I, I think it's all part of the marketing um yeah. sort of it's been it's part of the industry now to yeah. sort of have that gives you more it gives you more exposure too like yeah more people, more people are talking about your stuff yeah more mm-hmm. yeah that's that's interesting i never thought or, or i was gonna say because you you mentioned music earlier it's mm-hmm. kind of like um making a meme of something is good for your business so like when songs are leaked or a snippet is on tiktok and people make it a viral moment and then the artist has to put out that song mm-hmm. it tv shows are doing that now too to where like the show could be airing and it's not that popular yet it may create a, a viral moment that gets people hooked on that and figuring out where did this clip come from because mm-hmm. you see that all day like where's what show is this what movie is this and then you're like oh it's streaming on netflix it's streaming on hbo max because that happened with rap shit with Issa Rae. um they had a viral video of a, a white girl rapper that was like oh people like to start getting signed and that video had thousands hundreds of thousands of views and it all it was was a scene from the show rap shit it wasn't like the, some wasn't hmm? the period not the period act girl oh no, I, no it was <laughs> not her this was like well done like it looked like somebody like made a music video like this was you not mean the period, the period act, girl. act girl isn't well done <laughs> that, that right there was cinema lastly since we talked about a lot of streaming services uh, to keep relevancy, a lot of them do get the rights to old shows that people want to binge, like J.E. Um, so they also do reboots and requels, like Fuller House and Raven's Home. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like with so many streaming services and so many reboots that it's going to oversaturate the market of television? Like, are, any, like, are either of you watching any show that is a reboot of a show? No. No. Yeah, say one and done. No, the only, <laughs> no, the only <laughs> thing is um, probably I think reboots and recalls are more effective when it's a well-established movie versus a series, I find. Um, like Halloween, for example, um, or Texas Chainsaw recently. Because it's like tried and true fans, right? And it's just a one and mm-hmm. done thing. Um, they get to see if it does well versus like you know, committing to like 12 episodes of something, um, case in point, like Charmed, you know, like I just don't think that part of the, I think reboots and recalls only work if you sort of, I don't know, like continue on the story of like the Mm -hmm. older stuff or like you have the same characters played by the same people. Don't really think they work if you change the character. That's just me because it feels... Maybe it's just because I'm I'm older, so like I, you know, you sort of 
grew up with certain characters that you don't want to see somebody else played. But that's just my opinion. I f- it depends on the series, though, because I feel like there are some series where I'm like, I watched part of the reboot and I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm okay. Like, Andre, I'm so sorry. Okay, I really am. I did not watch Raven's Home. I don't think that I will watch Raven's Home. <laughs> Just because I, it's not necessary. Like, I understand, because part of the reboot and requels and stuff like that is like, who are you making it for? Are you making it for newer generations to get into the older series? Are you making it for the older generations to relive their nostalgia? That's not really nostalgia because it's new content. And also, like, I don't know. I, I it, it has to be well done. And even if it's well done, I feel like, there's too many people that try too hard to make too many callbacks to certain episodes and it's like a cute little moment, but it's not, it's not always great, innovative. And sometimes it's a little cringy or cheesy. Um, For certain series, I feel like it's almost somewhat better when part of the original cast or like most of the cast isn't really there. And it's a continuation of the idea of the series, but not necessarily the story because we all want new content, right? We don't want rehashings of old content. Like if I have to watch, I'm glad we're almost over with all these Disney Channel, not Disney Channel, these Disney movies like Aladdin. And we are Aladdin. not almost done. No, but we're. I, I'm. I'm almost done because <laughs> Little Mermaid is, and hopefully Princess and the Frog are probably the only two that are left as far as like princess movies. And for stuff. for you, for you, but they <clears throat> still haven't done like a. Like I feel like they are gonna do a lot of live action ones, and there's a couple more princesses they haven't done. I know Pocahontas has not been done. <laughs> this is true. Wow. Oh, they probably oh. shouldn't do it though. No, no. I, let them. Nope, let them do it. I want to yeah. see it. <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna live until they do a live action Frozen and a live action Moana. That's how long <laughs> it's gonna be. <laughs> and they'll and they'll do it too, cause like they have the money they might as well but i don't know i just i didn't like any of the live i feel like the only live action one that i liked of the like live action disney movies was mulan and i feel like that was probably it's crazy yeah i didn't like I, it. I didn't like uh, i did not like even Aladdin. crazier oh my god i'm sorry like i just i don't i just have a weird thing with watching movies that are just a re I've already. I, I I'm. I also prefer cartoons. I'll say that. Yeah. Much. So I feel like I don't need a live action something or the other. So the movies are not for me. But I prefer when one is done well. So I'm really excited for a Little Mermaid. Do you best believe I'm about to be up in this theater for this reboot? But mm-hmm. or not reboot. This what would this be called? A re a requel? A live action remake? I guess. Sure. Mm-hmm. A I'm retelling? To, an adaptation? <laughs> an adaptation. I'm about to be up in there for that. But. I don't know. I just feel like for the most part, it's not needed. Everybody wants new content, new things, new ideas. And I feel like a reboot like that is kind of like, we're running out of ideas or we're running out of new content. And right. it's like, I, I can see it. It shows. Right. So there, it's like a cash grab and yeah. everything is about money. And it's every, it's, with the streaming services too, if you can reboot a big franchise or make a sequel or remake a huge movie like Halloween or The Little Mermaid, that's money in your pocket because that's going to create more people signing up even for that one month to stream that movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. But 
you dragging all the the, the TV series reboots with something. Juan had a point with Charmed, but also Charmed was on the CW, so let's start there. Most things out of the CW is bad, but <laughs> you didn't like. Mind. When I was in college, they had rebooted uh, 90210. I personally wasn't there the first time to watch it, so the reboot of it didn't bother me. But as somebody who was a teen watching Gossip Girl, the reboot of that show, absolutely horrendous. I I can't. Oh. And they're rebooting Pretty Little Liars and stuff where I'm like, this is too soon. This is not even nostalgic yet. Yeah, Um, that's a good point. Okay. You know what? That's an interesting point. I feel like when you reboot a show, it's like if they rebooted, like, okay, never mind. I was just gonna say if they rebooted the Fresh Prince, they did, didn't they? They right. It's a yeah. It's Bel Air. Yeah. So that's di- that's a little different because I mean and I didn't watch it, but how, how it's is also that? not in the same vein of the first series. It's mm-hmm. kind of a more realistic, dramatic, dramatic, serialized version instead of a sitcom. Right. So, I mean, there's there's more story. There's more yeah. of a gap, I guess. Whereas if they're like, oh, let's reboot Stranger Things, it's like, y'all are still going. Yeah, it's too soon. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. too soon. Like, in five years, they'll be rebooting it. Like, for what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, uh, when you mentioned, like, Raven's Home, uh, like, I, we're now in the age group of where our shows from our childhood are being rebooted. Mm-hmm. Like when they made the yeah. Smurfs movie, I didn't care that the Smurfs was a, a TV show back then. But now with like iCarly being a new series again, it's like, okay, I'll tune in and see how they grew up. But it doesn't really hold my attention. Hmm. Uh, I mean, iCarly does better than the old one, but like Raven's Home, I'm literally only watching this for Raven. So I find myself bored of, I mean, also because I'm, I'm an adult, not 12. So Are you? I, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I pay my taxes. So I <laughs> I'm I'm right with I'm right there with you. Like I do, I don't know. I bend, I bend more towards the cartoony or childish side of things. So I'm more likely to watch series that are continuations of ones that I grew up with because, like I don't the know. Proud Family. I, well, I didn't watch it, but I've I've seen a couple episodes. <laughs> but, Same. But like. I understand why they made it. Like it is for me. I mean, you know, people like me. Yeah. I guess I'm. I'm. I would rather rewatch the older school show. I guess it makes me more enticed to watch the older version of the show so that I can relive that form of nostalgia rather mm-hmm. than cling to an idea that's no longer there with a reboot. Yeah. It also tests how much you actually gave a shit about the original content in the first place. True. <laughs> Because, I mean, I don't know if we were talking about this at one point, but, like, the Proud Family, for some of their episodes, it's an iconic show, don't get me wrong, but I feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of their episodes were kind of a hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. Some some episodes were... mm. I won't watch them again. Not for right, not because they right. were bad, just because they didn't catch my interest. But mm-hmm. reboots and stuff like that. You, you're right. They do kind of help you see which series you really do value versus ones, or which ones you ride for. Versus, the only you know. um, series I probably would turn up for when if they do a reboot would probably be The Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, period. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, Damn. <laughs> and I heard that Juan said all the reboots so far trash. Yeah. I mean, see, but that's the thing. Reboot. I never, I, I didn't check for them. I'm not really a fan of like, I guess like I didn't really watch like much. Um, like, like my childhood was just not, I didn't really watch a lot of Disney like growing up. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to just be Disney. It could be a reboot of anything. Yeah. But... but yeah, they don't usually do that, though. It's a lot of usually they're rebooting a lot of Disney, a lot of CW shows. Yeah. You don't really see a lot of reboots of like you know grittier shows like that. So well, that's like, why. Um, wait, like, no, uh, there is a gritty show that got a reboot. But I, when it, when I think of it, I'll bring it back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Avatar: The Last Airbender. Like if they continued that, that's a pretty decent series to continue because it's a different story every time. But the idea mm-hmm. is still the same. Like when they did Korra, I was like. Maybe I didn't ride for it as much as I did Avatar The Last Airbender, but I still liked watching it. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's because it's a continuation of a similar story. Yeah. You um, know what I did like about that is that, like, I felt like horror was written for, definitely written was for an older yeah. generation, which was great because it sort of was like the same fans that Avatar, the original one, had sort of just like growing up. Absolutely. See, that, things like that I, I turn up for. Like, if they were to do like a different theme, for some, you know what I'm saying? That's more that hits more for the demographic versus like pandering right. to a new a, a new one in the hopes of recapturing the same magic mm. that the original one had. Yeah, I feel like that's a lot of the reboots <clears throat> nowadays. It's sort of like that. It's like try you you tend to try too hard with reboots. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it comes across as like, oh, you really you really want these views, don't you? Right. Um, and it doesn't translate well, but if you do a show and just make it a good show with a similar concept, then it's fine. But I don't know, if you try to cater, you try to pander too much to the older generations, you lose the younger ones. And if you pander too much to the younger, then the old ones aren't going to tune in. Right. Depending, then, depending on the show, for sure. Depending on the show. And of course, you know, the older generations are probably the ones who are turning these shows on for your younger children. Right. Weird, like yeah. um, we talked a lot about like Nickelodeon Disney reboots and stuff. <laughs> I honestly would say, as much as I've watched Raven's Home, I clearly am only watching it for Raven and see where she is in her life. But I'm not invested in the new people. But with mm. like iCarly, where the show like that Raven's Home still had it. The humor of it is even younger than that's where Raven was. So uh, it's hard mm. to like watch something like that. Whereas like iCarly. The humor is aged up to be appropriate to how old I am. So, like, they're drinking. They're talking about dating and doing other stuff, whereas Raven's Home is just about the kids. And like, well, I don't know about that. Hmm. Um, and then they have, like, the ones that they mix new cast with the old cast, like Saved by the Bell, where the old cast is now, like, the mentor, the teachers, the parents. Or, like, High School Musical, too. Don't they have... A- so, like, High School Musical, the series, is technically, like, a a reboot of that franchise mm-hmm. and now they have actors from the movies in there yeah mm. i saw monique coleman got her check we love to see it we know who wasn't there though well <laughs> we know who <laughs> sharpay said uh-uh i'm in acting school and none of the people that require a, a large check <laughs> yeah and neither i know because they don't speak no more apparently anyway right well, this is, this is your reminder to cancel those subscriptions that you don't use no more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. This yeah. entire episode is also propaganda brought to you by Blockbuster. Yeah. And Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine we got a Netflix deal? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Over, I would be, die. It'd be over. Yelling, like, what <laughs> we are not ready. Um, but yeah. It's so funny we were talking about that. I forgot um i still have my crunchy roll account active really yeah 
Really? Everybody. $14. I need everybody to um, get together with uh, their phone, their devices, their friends, <laughs> list your streaming services, and cancel the ones that you are not using. No, literally. All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new here, definitely be sure to hit that follow button up top for any updates on episodes we release. And of course, be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Spread Podcast, that's T-H-E-E Spread Podcast, and of course on Twitter at The Spread Pod. Always feel free to leave us comments, questions, and any other topic ideas you might want us to discuss. We'd love to hear from you. See y'all in the next episode. Peace.